This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. If we don't move in our own direction, we're going to become extinct. In fact, in some cases, we're close to being extinct right now. Presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness, serious doctors for serious injuries, and powered by the law offices of Pond, Lee Hockey, Stern, Giordano. Talk, listen, and speak to the region's most influential leaders. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. A good Saturday evening, everybody, and welcome in this 4th of July weekend, and welcome in to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We bring you in with a very, very uh, special, very dynamic show, uh, J-Doc, for the holiday weekend. It's 4th of July. It's uh, We're in the city of independence. This is what it's all about, and it's great to be here on a Saturday night. That's right, Krause. It is awesome to be here uh, on this 4th of July weekend. And uh, it, hey, listen, our, our, our listeners are going to listen in and say, this is the labor show. Uh, this is the, re- the Republican hour. They're going to think they're going to be like, did I tune into the right to the right uh, show at this time? But we're an equal opportunity uh, platform, and uh, that's what labor is all about. And so we're going to have a great show. I know. I know. We always begin uh, the broadcast. We always begin Saturday night with Philly Labor, as many of our listeners now have come accustomed to, uh, with setting our table. We begin and we set our table uh, and we break bread. And I've got a very, I've got a real good treat for you, Jay Doc, with your birthday coming up uh, on July fourth, which is Tuesday. Day, uh, I'm going to send you down to the Rusty Nail right. in Cape May hmm. uh, Monday the 3rd Monday afternoon Chef Jimmy does an unbelievable pig roast right down at the Rusty Nail on Beach Avenue uh, in Cape May I know you love Cape listen, May listen I want to leave right now but let me just say this you only turned 25 one time Krause and it's an exciting day for me and so I'm looking forward to hitting the Rusty Nail well, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it and I'll, and I'll have Chef Jimmy <laughs> personally come over and say hello to you but do enjoy it and a happy birthday uh, as the nation celebrates the birthday on july 4th we thank everybody for tuning in to saturday night live here uh, on philly labor as jay duck mentioned we've got a great show uh, lined up we welcome into uh, our big show or into the studio uh, beth grossman who is the uh, republican candidate for the district attorney's office and she's in the big chair hello beth how are you hello gentlemen thank you so much and i'm happy to be here nice to have you here as well yeah absolutely beth certainly uh you know, in the fall, uh, Philadelphia voters are going to vote for their district attorney uh, in the city of Philadelphia. And uh, tell tell our listeners who Beth Grossman is and why they should vote for you. Well, first of all, I am a fourth generation Philadelphian. Um, so my parents came, grandparents, great grandparents, by way of South Philadelphia, Strawberry Mansion. Uh, Oxford Circle in the Great Northeast. My dad owned candy stores on Kensington Avenue and Fifth and Olney. My mom was a public school teacher. And as for me, um, Penn State graduate, Temple Law graduate, and I spent 21 and a half years in the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office. I was hired by Lynn Abraham, and I started in September of 1993. And um, I have an incredible prosecutorial background. I served in every division of that office, trials, juvenile, investigations, law, narcotics, you name it, I did it. I know how that office should be run, and I know how it should not. And I also proudly spent one year as chief of staff at the Department of Licensing and Inspection. So I learned a lot about the trades and construction. All right, so you got some background here, Beth, let me ask you, let me... 
we come on after a week of um, incredible activity uh, in the city of Philadelphia. Um, Seth Williams uh, pleads uh, in court. You get the big endorsement uh, from the FOP. Um, I don't know which one you want to tackle first, but I want to get you to react, um, if you will, uh, first, uh, first on Seth and then on the FOP endorsement. Certainly, with regard to Seth Williams pleading, I just simply have to say that it is really one of the, if not the most saddest day in the history of the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office when, you know, the highest elected law enforcement official of Philadelphia pleads guilty to criminal charges when he is the one who is tasked with upholding and enforcing the laws of the Commonwealth. So it's sad for everyone, the public, the men and women who go in and fight the good fight, fight every day in Philadelphia. It makes me sad. And for victims and survivors of crime. Beth Grossman is our live guest here here on Saturday Night Live in Philly Labor uh, and on the FOP endorsement. I know J-Doc prepared a lot of uh, conversation about sure. that. We have, uh, we have uh, McNesby, John McNesby coming up in the B block, so we're going to bring him into the conversation as well. But give me a short soundbite on, on what that must have been like. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night of this past week. Uh, pretty special night for you, I would think. Very special night. Um, I am proud and honored to have received the endorsement of the Philadelphia FOP, the Lodge 5. It means a great deal. Um, look, I've worked with these men and women for over two decades. We've tried cases. We've won cases. We've lost cases. And look, and I've mourned for those officers who have made the ultimate sacrifice in the line of duty. So it, it means a great deal to me because without the police department, DA's office can't do its job. Now, uh, you're running for district attorney. You've been, uh, in, uh, you were dis uh, an ADA for, for 21 years. Yes. What? What is the why are you running for 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 actually what influenced you to run for the big office? Really what influenced me is first of all how much I love Philadelphia. You know this city is very special to me. I love its people. And then when Seth, you know there was issues with Seth and I knew an indictment maybe was going to come and I didn't like how things were being run, I decided that you know what? I'm going I'm going to run against him. You know that office needs to be run with integrity. You need to respect the public's trust and honor that trust, and I have the experience to do that. And you know, I, and, and having said that, because obviously this has been a difficult time for the DA's office in Philadelphia, um, how important is integrity to the office of the DA? Listen, integrity is the most important thing that needs to be stressed and emphasized in that office from the district attorney him or herself, as well as through everybody, from the assistant district attorneys there to police personnel to staff. Because when you are tasked with trying people, addressing issues that deal with liberty and loss of life and important things, you better operate that office with integrity and ethics. Now, I'm assuming you still have relationships in the office. And um, how, how has morale been, uh, you know, since all this stuff has hit the fan? Let me tell you, the folks there you know, former colleagues who I'm so proud of have really, it's hard. Morale is down. I mean, when an office loses credibility, when you go in and fight the good fight every day and you have to go back and face, you know, professional embarrassment, it's really hard. But you know what? I commend them. They keep doing their jobs and I'm proud of them. Let me take you, Beth, down a road, if you will. Just want to get you to comment. Larry Larry Krasner was uh, on the show here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. I'm going to play two cuts. I'm going to play one, and then I want to have you react to that, and then we'll play a second uh, and have you uh, react uh, to that as well. Here's cut one from Larry Krasner. There are things that you can do quickly. You can fairly quickly stop seeking death penalty. You can fairly quickly 
move in the direction uh, against mass incarceration. But in any situation where there is cultural change, you need to make sure that the people who are in supervisory positions share your vision, share your ethics, share your values, uh, because, you know, in an office of 600 people with 300 attorneys, it's not as if the district attorney can be in everybody's files and in everybody's office all the time. Well, I mean, to a degree, you have to have a good culture of integrity and ethics and transparency, and that's something I will certainly bring to the DA's office. I I agree with that. Um, But the backbone, the function of a district attorney's office is to prosecute. And Larry, who has spent his entire career defending those accused of crime, as well as suing the police department well over 75 times since the early 90s, has a different perspective. And I don't think he realizes that that is what the backbone of the job is, is to prosecute. Do you think, before I run this second by, just a quick um, short question, do you think it's going to be uh, very difficult um, for the next DA based on Seth Williams? I think it will take some time to regain the public's trust of that office, um, to regain, to understand that you now have an, a new DA who has integrity, who will have to work hard to rebuild the credibility of that office. But it's time for change. And if elected, let me tell you something, that's something that I welcome. Beth Grossman joining us here in the studio. Here's the second uh, soundbite. This was J-Doc going back and forth uh, with Larry Krasner on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. You know, they're not liars. They're not cheats. They're not people who are on the make and trying to make money on the side in ways that are improper. And unfortunately, some of the revelations about Seth Williams are are very troubling, and they cause all of them to feel like they have been painted with his brush. The dynamic there is everybody in, in, in the office. And I do agree with that. And it's part and parcel. Let me tell you something real quickly. Um, just sort of that that thing about lining pockets and stuff like that. I was a Democrat till 2013. And I switched to become a Republican because I got tired of too much Democratic public official corruption by our elected leaders, whether it's judges, state reps, attorney general or DA. And I decided, you know what, I'm a taxpayer, I'm a Philadelphian, and I'm a proud public servant. And this isn't working for me. So I kind of agree with that. And it's time to bring integrity and a little bit more different political balance to the DA's office. But I will say it is the office because of what it does should be nonpartisan. Really, it doesn't matter because crime doesn't care what political party you belong to, and nor should a DA. Beth Grossman joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor along with J-Doc. I'm Krause. We continue uh, on this holiday weekend. We ask you uh, to pay attention uh, to the American flag uh, as you roll through your holiday weekend. Look for J-Doc at the Rusty Nail uh, on Monday, and we wish him a happy birthday as well. When we come back, John McNesby uh, will join us in the B Block, and we'll continue our conversation with Beth back in a moment. Why aren't you outraged and offended at this? Weekday mornings, 5.30 to 9. Talk Radio 1210. WPHD. Some of the fireworks that are going to go off this weekend around the Delaware Valley uh, and over the uh, Delaware uh, River and down in South Jersey. Uh, as we welcome you into this 4th of July edition of Saturday Night Live with Philly uh, with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness. So we're talking... 
Beth Grossman and, uh, you know, the uh, candidate for DA and, and Beth, you know, during difficult times that the DA's office is going through, how do you, how do you restore dignity and morale and, um, camaraderie to the, to the DA's office who's been beat up pretty bad over these last several months? I mean, I think you have to go in and establish, or I would, will establish that, you know, integrity and leadership comes from the top down and that I, if you are the district attorney, you are essentially the DA's office. And so I will lead by example, make sure they understand that, make sure that they understand those men and women who work there every day that I have their back. I am here to help them to restore their morale, you know, the office's reputation and credibility by supporting them, by listening to them. What suggestions do you have sure. to, to help improve this? Because they've been through, I haven't been there in two years and they've been through the worst of it. And I want to hear from them. What can we do? Because we need to work together as a team. Exactly. And, and speaking of support, uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic to have on uh, FOP uh, Lodge 5 President John McNesby. He represents our police force here in Philadelphia. He's one of the most effective labor leaders in our region uh, on behalf of his members. John, welcome to the show. Thanks. Well, thank you. How's everybody doing? Uh, everybody's great, man. And we appreciate you calling in. And um, so we have uh, Beth Grossman, our candidate for DA here in, in the studio. And, and this past week, uh, the FOP uh, unanimously endorsed Beth for DA. Tell us about the endorsement and what were the determining factors and why your members unanimously endorsed her? Well, it, I mean, it, pretty much it, it, it comes down to experience. And uh, Beth, uh, Beth is, uh, has had a great uh, established career within the district attorney's office. Uh, she knows many of our members. Um, she's worked with them closely on many cases. And uh, it's, it's name recognition there. Uh, but on the flip side, uh, we she's going against a candidate who has his entire career been uh, opposed to police on the other side of the table as not only a defense attorney because there's there's hundreds of defense attorneys in the city, but he actively uh, was was against the police officer, sued them admittedly uh, by his own words over 75 times. Uh, and I'm not saying that our our officers are out there and 100% in the right all the time, but uh, there's a way to do things and and. There was always uh, there was always some toxic relationship between uh, between Krasner and and the officers and I think uh, him coming and and I give him credit uh, you know we did meet uh, with Congressman Brady and and um, you know he had uh, hoped to get the endorsement which we kind of knew was not going to happen and and explained that to him but he still wanted to talk to our members anyhow and uh, you know the organization wouldn't have benefited had we had not heard his side so we brought him in and. Uh, you know, to his credit, he uh, he gave his uh, he gave his pitch, and uh, unfortunately uh, for him, it didn't work well. Uh, it was unanimously against him. What could he, uh, po- he, John, he what, what could he possibly say? Well, I mean, he you know he wanted to tell about his past, and 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 he, you know he doesn't like uh, you know bad cops, and uh, I don't think anybody does. I know I know Beth doesn't. Beth is going to have to arrest police officers uh, if she's elected or when she's elected. So. I mean, we knew that uh, he, he's some of the things that, that really struck home with our members is that uh, he is against uh, the death penalty, um, and especially in not just for, you know, for cases with officers killed in the line of duty, which we, we wholeheartedly support the death penalty, but for for such uh, heinous crimes uh, against, you know, kids or or, or the community, uh, he would still oppose it. Uh, that and the the. Uh, the bill that's currently pending in Harrisburg regarding um, the releasing of officers' names uh, when they're involved in a shooting. Um, 
and we just had one the other day where the officer uh, unfortunately had to take a life. And, and our guys don't go to work every day looking to take a life. They look to protect the community. But uh, on the other hand, this guy was, uh, he was, he was shot by the officer. He was killed. And now the officer has to have a car at his house, his car at his kid's daycare, a uh, police car at his mother-in-law's house because of death threats. Uh, so that's what we're asking. I mean, uh, for a little help with that, he was against that. So, uh, that didn't ring too well with our members either, but, uh, he answered a half dozen questions and, uh, you know, our, our officers that were in attendance, there was over 300, were respectful. And, uh, and then the motion was put on the floor and, uh, and overwhelmingly passed. Well, John, I just, again, I just want to thank you, the executive board and all the members of FOP for this, the, in honor of this endorsement. And, you know, I support law enforcement. The job that men and women do day in and day out is a tough one. Um, you know, as I said in my speech during my tenure in the DA's office, um, you know, I mourn the loss of, as you all did, of 23 officers. And that's a large amount of officers to lose their lives. And if elected DA, I look forward to working with and having a good working relationship with the police department because, as I said earlier, we can't function without them. Right. And, I mean, that's all we ask for. I mean... We, uh, you know, in 2009, we took a lot of heat. We did endorse, um, you know, Seth Williams at that time. And, uh, you know, he started off okay, and then it was like a, it was like a, an avalanche after that. I mean, it just got worse and worse, and there was no open dialogue, which is what you need. Whether we're, you know, whether we're going to like the decision or not, all we need is a fair shot at the table. Uh, it seemed like we weren't getting that, and all our uh, calls were going on deaf ears, and you know, unfortunately, now I'm hearing that, that uh, he just pled guilty this morning, so I uh, was taken into custody. So it's a sad day for him and his family, but uh, we don't wish that on anybody. But, uh, you know, we're looking forward to working with uh, with you, Beth, in, in January and uh, reestablishing those open lines of communication. Absolutely. Well, uh, John, how how important is it? And it, and it sounds like you you you, you, you touched on this, but how important is it for the Philadelphia Police to have a good relationship and be on the same uh, page uh, with the DA and the district attorney's office. It, you're doing the same job, basically. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, it's very important because you're working hand in hand. Uh, you know, he did a lot of good things with breaking down the DA's office in the in the certain areas of the city. And uh, but you know, there was also a cloud over the detective divisions where you had to pretty much have an act of Congress to have somebody charged with a crime. I mean, there was there was cut and dry cases that were sent over to charging that were never, uh, they just went on the wayside. Uh, he did not, uh, he did not, you know, prosecute or sent the word down not to, uh, not to charge. So, um, it's important and it's very important because, you know, we need to get, there's, there's a lot of work to be done with a lot less officers, a lot less resources in the district attorney's office, but crime doesn't stop. And, uh, you know, although there's some good programs out there for people, first time offenders, uh, you know, there's 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 obvious obviously probation. You have a number of drug programs, but there is times when you know when you commit a crime that you have to go to jail, and it just seemed like that stopped for quite some time in the last few years. John McNesby joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. John, uh, thanks uh, for taking a moment uh, to call into the big show. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Take care and have a great weekend. All right, good you, stuff. That's John Thank McNesby you. joining us here uh, with J. Doc. I'm Krause, Beth Grossman in the studio on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We'll continue uh, our conversation as we roll on on a Saturday night.
Hardwork. Back here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor. A holiday weekend from the city where independence was born. And we send a good salute and a good cheer uh, out to all of those serving in our military. Welcome in, everybody, uh, to Saturday Night Live. Thanks very much for, li- uh, for listening to the big show tonight, along with J. Doc M. Krause, uh, Beth Grossman, uh, who is the Republican uh, candidate for the district attorney's office, uh, is in the studio. Uh, and we go to the phones with Val DiGiorgio joining us. He is the chairman of the state Republican Party, and he joins us here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor. Val, thanks very much for calling in, sir. Uh, good evening. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Nice to, to be here. Yep. Nice to have you here, Val. Let me quick. Let me just get a quick. Com- let me get you to comment quickly. Um, we have Beth Grossman in the uh, studio, and she is the Republican candidate uh, in a Democratic city, and uh, mm-hmm. she's got a monumental, monumental uh, mountain in front of her. And mm-hmm. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it. Well, uh, Beth's uh, as you can see from her resume, and I'm sure she's talked to you about it, and. Uh, very, very well suited and qualified for the position to DA. Um, she's got a great relationship with law enforcement. They respect her, as evidenced by the FOP endorsement, unanimous, by the way, the other day. And uh, she's a great candidate, and uh, I think she's going to make her great DA. And if, if you're interested in keeping Philadelphia City streets safe um, and someone who who's going to have the, the back of law enforcement, she's your candidate. No, no, Val. Um, it's Joe Doherty, and and uh, we, we want to welcome you to to the show. And uh, we, we just came off of a, a presidential election where we saw both Republican and Democrat voters uh, yeah, throughout our country bucking the status quo. Republicans selecting Donald Trump over standard candidates, and Democrats selecting Donald Trump over their Democratic candidates. Um, do you think? Uh, you know, we're, we live in a largely Democratic city here uh, that uh, during this particular time that that's, uh, a candidate like Beth Grossman can have that same effect? Uh, I, I think Beth can, and especially when she's running against someone that's really so far left. And, and you know, for, forgive me for being partisan here, but it's my job. I'm the Republican chairman. <laughs> you know, the emblematic of what's going on in the Democratic Party across the country. Uh, a party that's really moved very, very far to the left, as evidenced by the fact locally that they've nominated an anti-cop, anti-law enforcement lawyer who sued police 75 times, who's represented very, very left-wing groups. And now you have an issue where, you know, Philadelphia could potentially become Chicago. In Chicago, we see what's happening with the murder rate there. Every year it gets higher and higher. You have a climate there where law enforcement... Uh, you know, sometimes doesn't want to stick their neck out because they may not have a prosecutor who's got their back. And, you know, this uh, Larry uh, Krasner has indicated that he's not always going to take, not that he should, but that always take the side of, but he's going to look with a jaundiced eye toward what law enforcement uh, is saying. And he's not likely to give much more credibility to law enforcement than he is the criminal. And that's a problem. And you won't have that problem with Beth Grossman. Uh, she's going to be fair but she's going to have law enforcement's back, and that's important. No, thank you so much, Chairman, for your kind words. It, it means the world, and, and I agree with you, um, because if 
police officers are going to be afraid that they are going to be prosecuted by the sitting district attorney because of something they may do inadvertently wrong while doing their job, what they're tasked with every day. They're not going to want to do anything. They're just going to keep driving and not look the other way when their their job is to reach out and protect the public. And that's, like you said, it's going to result in a spike in crime. I don't want us to be Baltimore. I don't want us to be Chicago. And let's not forget that Mr. Soros has been backed by, I mean, excuse me, Larry has been backed by George Soros to the tune of $1.7 million. And as I've been saying before, there's no such thing as a free lunch, okay? What's the quid pro quo there? I don't know, but it's disturbing. Well, my, my, my thought is, you know, we still have an election in front of us and the confidence of, of the people. Um, you know, when you look at the presidential election, and I say that because, you know, when you talk about, you know, uh, Democrats, working people uh, jumping over, Okay, and you have Republicans, uh, you know, go, you know, not going, not voting and electing the the, the standard uh, candidates. The question is, does the, do Americans, Philadelphians, Pennsylvanians have confidence in the political system? I mean, what did we learn from that? From, from what did we learn from that? Uh, from 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 the presidential um, election um, that. I think we learned that, that, that there's gridlock in America, and what can we do to make sure that uh, Pennsylvanians see that that's going to stop here? Well, look, there was widespread agreement on uh, people on both sides, as evidenced by the numbers on Election Day, that we've got a big problem in Washington, D.C., and it's not a problem of any one particular party. It's a problem with a corrupt system in Washington, and where it's run by bureaucrats and special interests on both sides, Instead of uh, having, you know, having accountability. So Donald Trump went in there and I could tell you that, you know, may not have happened as much in southeastern Pennsylvania, but to look at the rest of Pennsylvania where he got significant Democrat Party votes, especially from uh, especially from folks in in trades and um, all over the state who were interested in having a president who was going to put the American worker first. And whether you like Donald Trump's style or his tweets, one thing has been clear that for the first time in, in a long, long time, we've got an American president who puts the American worker, American interest, and American um, uh, interest overseas first. And he does that every day, and he's keeping with his promises. And I think that, look, if we can get uh, a tax reform bill done that, that creates jobs, and we can get an infrastructure bill that creates jobs and, and builds our roads and our ports and our bridges. Um, and then, you know, pivot to there to some other things where, where the president can reach across the aisle. He has a chance to fundamentally remake American politics. And you said it earlier, you know, not all Republicans were for him initially. And um, this guy, this president, to some extent, can transcend party lines and remake American politics. So we just need him to be a, re- a uniter and get some things done. Most importantly for for your listeners is to create jobs. Well, the interesting thing was he did he definitely turned Democrats upstate. He didn't do as obviously as well in the city. So the challenge here um, for any re- Republican in this in this city uh, of Philadelphia is, you know, regardless of the platform, how do you how do you convince people that you're if you're whether you're Republican, Independent, or whatever that you're the candidate that that is right for the job? And Beth, that's your biggest challenge. Well, sure, but I think you know. What happens on your block, in your neighborhood, people see what affects them the most every day, and they pay attention to that often at times as opposed to big national issues. And I just ask all people, independents, Democrats, Republican, to take a look at what I'm about and let me earn your vote because I am the best 
qualified candidate to become district attorney of Philadelphia, because this is about your public safety and quality of life in every neighborhood of Philadelphia. You know, and as I said earlier, crime doesn't care what political party you are, and a DA should not. And I'm that person. This is about keeping everybody safe. And I am committed to doing that, not to conduct a grand social experiment at the behest of George Soros. You know, what I have said repeatedly is that we have one of the finest public defender's offices in the country. We do not need Two, the DA's office is to enforce the law fairly, ethically, and justly, and to make sure that those who commit violent, horrible crimes are sentenced accordingly. And I'm that person who's willing to do that. Well said. Val DiGiorgio, the chairman of the state Republican Party, uh, joining us on this holiday weekend as we broadcast from the city where independence uh, was born. Val, we wish you a good, uh, peaceful, restful holiday weekend uh, during the during the 4th of July. Yeah, and happy 4th to you and all your listeners. Um, enjoy the holiday. Thank you, Val. All right, good stuff. All right, thanks, guys. All right, good stuff from Val DiGiorgio uh, as he uh, joins us here on Saturday Night Live uh, with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT. Jay, Doc, Beth, let me, before we go to break, we've got about a minute and a half here. Let me get you to uh, weigh in, uh, you know, on what Val Val was alluding to and what you had referenced to. And, Jay, Doc, you mentioned it as well. Um, You have to move people to uh, get them to vote for you. Uh, And that sounds not easy but that's one process executing it is the other well i think look people have to be informed educated civic consumers as they call them and i said this is an extraordinary race you have a 20-year veteran of the da's office who's a prosecutor and a candidate who is an extreme left who really wants to decarcerate people who has said that and people this is about your public safety every day about how police officers operate about being able to sit safely on your porch have your kids play outside have your neighbors you know neighborhood improved and you people i'm asking people to take a good hard look at who is the best candidate and that's me and as i said again da's office doesn't matter it should be nonpartisan. yeah and that's a good point um but, you know, you're, we're in the city of Philadelphia and the DA's office, uh, you know, obviously it's Republican and Democrat. Um, you know, those are the two major parties voting for individuals. Um, and it's 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 something that, um, need, you know, unless when you vote, you should vote for the candidate that, that is right for you. Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thank you very much uh, for joining us and being a part of the big show. We're visiting with Beth Grossman, who's live in the studio. We'll roll on. When we come back after the break, the Democrat Party has been decimated because of Barack Obama. What greater impact could he have had? Weekdays, noon till three on Talk Radio 1210. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly. Saturday Night Live in Philly Labor. On Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, don't forget, coming up at 8 o'clock, the Dan Loney Show. Dan will take you into the night, 8 to 11, following Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor, presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness, serious doctors for serious injuries. Back to the phones we go. Michael Meehan is joining us. Michael is the chairman of the Republican City Committee, and he joins us uh, here on the hotline. Michael, uh, good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening. Thank you for calling. Michael, it's Jay Doc. How do you, how do you strategize for a candidate like Beth Grossman, who's running for DA in Philadelphia, a city that's overwhelmingly Democrat? 
Well, uh, in a typical year, you'd be exactly right, although I think that this is an atypical year, okay, in that the uh, the her opposition is uh, hardly a law and order type person, and the office they're running for is the chief law enforcement agent for the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking during the break how, you know, the district attorney's office in many ways shouldn't even be a Democrat and Republican type of, of, of an issue. You're talking about um, somebody, you know, supporting somebody or uh, voting for somebody who's going to maintain law and order in the city of Philadelphia. That makes it, you know, obligations to ever, anybody, but uh, since inception, it's always been elected office. I don't know how else you'd change it, okay, because uh, although they're a city office, uh, a lot of their powers come from state law. Now, the interesting thing, we were talking um, to Val DiGiorgio in the previous um, segment, and we talked about the presidential election. We saw a lot of middle and working class uh, Americans crossing party lines um, to tell, you know, do you think it's possible in this upcoming election? Oh, I think it's very much possible because uh, crime affects everybody, okay? And uh, I would think that people in Philadelphia who haven't been touched by crime are becoming fewer and fewer. Okay, and I'm not just simply talking about having your car broken into. So. Now, I, I agree with, with the chairman on that. People really have to take a look because crime can affect anybody. And again, as I, I can't say it enough, is you have to take a look and vote for who is the best candidate, which is me. Who is going to be the best job to do what is required of the district attorney? The, but the question is, how do you convince Democrats uh, who many or who are just going to pull the, uh, you know pull the lever straight D um, that you know it's more than just uh, a political situation that it's in their best interest it should be common sense from from where you're coming uh, and where Michael's coming in Val but um, that's obviously not the way it's all always done and in the city of Philadelphia with the presidential election um, that wasn't the case uh, they you know they didn't jump party lines well what i will tell you is interestingly is the position of district attorney is the one position in philadelphia where lightning has struck for republicans you know you had arlen specter you had former pennsylvania chief justice ron castile and hopefully it'll be me because i think people in though in that election for that position take a look and really say you know what crime is something that can affect me or my family. And people are aware of that. They read the papers, they see. And it's also incumbent upon me to get out and meet as many people as possible, which I have been doing. And I have to tell you, people are willing to listen to me to give me a chance. And I have had Democrats and independents both say to me, you know what, you've convinced me, I'm going to cross party lines, I'm going to vote for you in November. Michael, you say what? No sooner than the election was over the primary, I had longtime Democrats stopping me on the street and in my office who are, are lifelong Democrats saying that there is no way they could vote for Larry Krasner. <laughs> to me, we're, we're, we're starting off the right thing. And yes, we're going to have to be everywhere between now and November. Is there, is there any debates planned? I imagine there will be a whole bunch come fall. All right. Well, listen, Michael, we, we really appreciate you calling in and, and giving us your time on this 4th of July weekend. Uh, have a great weekend. And we thank you. 
you do have, have the same. Thank you. Well, that's Michael May and the um, chair of the Republican City Committee joining us here on Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Just a few moments before uh, we get to the closure of the show. It goes so quickly, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Beth, I didn't want to get you to react to earlier in the week um, the endorsement uh, by the FOP. Um, in some kind of a strange eerie cool way um it must have been just an unbelievable feeling for you um to receive that big endorsement you know it it really was and it really makes me think back upon my entire career you know as a prosecutor and you know i don't know how i'm going to come out of this in the election hopefully victorious of course but you know what i would not have changed that career, those 21 and a half years for everything and being able to work with some of the finest law enforcement personnel to seek justice for people by people who have been really harmed and hurt or be able to, you know, close down drug houses or nuisance bars or violence bars and change, um, you know, the tenor of a neighborhood, all doing that with law enforcement. It was an incredible honor. It really was. Um, and it's it just something that means a great deal to me. Yeah. Uh- on a week where obviously the DA's office has taken a massive hit, uh, certainly, um, you know, we got a lot of things coming up. We got a lot of good things coming up. Hopefully, there'll be a uh, a, a debate and, we'll, and and everybody will get their chance in Philadelphia to be able to write a vote for the candidate that works for them. I hope so. Beth, let me before we say goodbye to you, um, and then Jay Doc, I'm going to come back to you just for a quick recap. Um, because you were very energized today, by the way. I thought you did a great right. job, Thank so you. I will come back to you, but um. Significant difference, Beth, um, between you and Larry. I care about enforcing the laws of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and seeking justice for victims of crime. That is the role of the DA's office, to do it ethically, appropriately, and to make sure that those who really cause people to lose their lives or harm them or traumatize them are properly punished. Will you struggle or challenge with this whole sanctuary city conversation. Look, look. my view is this. For those who are convicted of violent crimes and are here illegally, they, they should not be here. They should be removed from this country. So, you know, the DA's office does not enforce ICE regulations. That do, that's not what we do. But issues of those who have, you know, judicial or federal warrants to deport people and have a 48-hour hold. I have no problem with that because why do I want somebody who is a violent, proven, convicted individual to go back to what is probably a marginalized community and to continue to convict crime, can, you know, victimize people? That makes no sense to me. Not at all. Everybody, nobody should be a victim of crime. Beth Grossman, the Republican uh, candidate for district attorney's office. Jay Duck, I come to you. I'll give you 30 seconds to kind of put a wrap on the uh, on the big show, uh, uh, a different show for Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor today. Well, we talked about, you know, equal opportunity for everybody. That's what labor's all about. Um, certainly, uh, we had Larry Krasner on the show, and i um, happy to have Beth Grossman on the show. And certainly, it's an emotional week for the district attorney's office, and it's always appropriate that we had this discussion, and then uh, we look forward to the fall and, and, and let it all, you know, all iron itself out. All right. Good stuff. Special thanks again to Beth for coming into the studio. Well done. My pleasure. Nice, Thank you for having nice me. Nice to have you. You look good uh, in the big chair uh, behind the 12 <laughs> Talk Radio 1210 WPHT sign. Thanks to all of our listeners uh, on this holiday weekend. It's Saturday Night Live with Philly Labor presented by Weinerman Pain and Wellness. Serious doctors for serious injuries. On behalf of J-Doc, I'm Krause. We'll see you next time.
that open space. I hope you're saving that for medical marijuana because I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm a big fan of that, and I just want to let you know. We're talking big numbers. We're talking, as you know, they're talking trillions, but we're talking mucho billions around here of unionized pension money. I haven't heard in six weeks one conversation about Russia yet. That's the reality. They come to me about jobs. They come to me a little bit about Obamacare, but they don't come to me about Russia. And with Philadelphia jumping out of the seams as a hospitality town, we need our transportation to be clean, efficient, safe, and on time. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.